Hello, I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. This podcast homily for Second Sunday after Easter is the third in a series of seven podcast homilies for Easter Day through Sunday after Ascension Day. Listeners may benefit from the AIC seasonal video series, Eastertide from Resurrection to Ascension, which is presented in three episodes, each linked from the digital library page, with the MP3 podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. This series offers a brief history of calculating the date of Easter, plus its effects upon the celebrations of Epiphany and Trinity seasons. Anglican traditions of Easter through Ascension, including the seasonal color and fasting traditions, and a commentary on the Collect Epistle and Gospel readings for Easter Day, Monday and Easter week, Tuesday and Easter week, and all five Sundays after Easter, plus Ascension Day and Sunday after Ascension Day in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The Collect Epistle and Gospel readings for Second Sunday after Easter are discussed in Episode 2. The Epistle reading for Second Sunday after Easter, 1 Peter 2, 19-25, contains St. Peter's wise advice to Christians on persevering under suffering for the name of Jesus Christ. In verse 22, he points out that Jesus, who had committed no sin and spoke no deceitful words, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. St. Peter's ultimate message is that Jesus bore our sins so that even though mankind had been like sheep that went astray, when we die, we have the opportunity for eternal life. And he said, like sheep do, we have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of our soul. The term overseer is used in Anglican prayer books in reference to the authority of bishops to act as shepherds of the souls of their charges. The Gospel reading for Second Sunday after Easter, John 10, verses 11 to 16, includes part of St. John's unique account of Jesus' startling and bold declaration, I am the Good Shepherd. Second Sunday after Easter is commonly called Good Shepherd Sunday since both the Epistle and Gospel readings refer to shepherds. In Christian art, the image of Jesus as our shepherd or the Good Shepherd has been an enduring one. Many feature Jesus with a small sheep draped on both sides of his neck. Other images depict a sheep or lamb with a small bell around its neck. The presence of the bell indicates that this is the sheep which all the others will follow. Several images of sheep and Jesus as shepherd are included in the AIC bookstore publication Paintings on Light, the Stained Glass Windows of St. Joseph's Villa Chapel, 
based upon the stained glass windows there by Franz Mayer of Munich. By declaring himself in such a way, Jesus put the Jews who heard his words on notice that, whether they agreed or not, he is the same God who spoke to Moses when the commandments were delivered on Mount Sinai. I am is the equivalent in Greek of God's declaration to Moses that he is the existing one. Jesus tells us that unlike the hired shepherd to whom he refers in the reading from St. John's Gospel, he is the good shepherd who knows his sheep. I know my sheep and am known by my own. Then he said something that probably wasn't understood at the time, but proved prophetic in verse 15, I lay down my life for the sheep. Then he announces that he has come not only for the chosen people, meaning the Hebrew nation, but also for the Gentiles. He makes this plain in the last verse, verse 16, extending his role to all peoples, nations, tribes, and tongues, as St. John wrote in Revelation. Other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also must I bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. As St. Peter wrote, Jesus is truly the shepherd of our souls. He is the one who knows what is in the hearts of his flock. He cares for his flock and provides them spiritual nourishment in the form of the sacraments offered to the faithful with each celebration of Holy Eucharist or Communion. He is the God who provides for us all that we truly need. Other AIC resources on topics discussed in this podcast homily for Second Sunday after Easter are available at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net with seasonal videos and Christian educational videos linked from the digital library page, Bible study videos from the Bible study page, and podcast versions of all three from the podcast archive page. Information about all AIC bookstore publications is available through the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the home page. In our Bible study video series, New Testament Gospels, the unique I Am declarations in the Gospel of St. John are discussed in episode 29 to episode 35 with the I Am the Good Shepherd declaration in episode 33. In The Lives of the Saints from the first series, episode 3 is focused on St. John and episode 11 on St. Peter. From the AIC Bookstore Publications Layman's Lexicon, see the entries for Bishop on page 48, Eucharist on 68 to 69, Faith on 73 to 74, Lord on 136 to 137, Mercy or Mercies on 144 to 146, Sacrament on page 191, Shepherd page 206 to 207, and Virtue on pages 234 to 235. In Revelation, an idealist interpretation, the text box 
nations, tribes, people, and tongues in Revelation, found on page 88, offers insight into the meaning of these scriptural words. In Paintings on Light, the stained glass windows of St. Joseph's Villa Chapel, you can see the Christ the Good Shepherd window by Franz Mayer of Munich on page 41. Finally, in Christian Spirituality, an Anglican Perspective, in the introduction I discussed the underlying premise of the spiritual discipline of Christian spirituality, that is, the reality of evil in the modern world and Christian truth as its only antidote. And in part four, I discuss apostolic wisdom in the form of two pairs of saints, Peter and Paul, James and Jude. The first closing prayer for second Sunday after Easter is from 1 Peter 1, 3, 4, and 11, in which St. Peter counsels Christians on the development of personal Christian spirituality as a defense against an often cruel and uncaring world. The second closing prayer is the collect for second Sunday after Easter, which Archbishop Cranmer modeled on 1 Peter 2, verse 19, for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. Blessed be God the Father, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away, to thee be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, who has given thine only Son to be unto us both a sacrifice for sin and also an ensample of godly life, give us grace that we may always most thankfully receive that his inestimable benefit and also daily endeavor ourselves to follow the blessed steps of his most holy life, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church, and we invite you to use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.